I'm Scott Hewler, and this is The Devil's Share, a podcast of Duke Magazine. Series 1. Now what? You know that moment. You graduated. You're a few years out of school. You've had a job or two, live in an apartment, own a couch. The first couple years after college pass in a blur, but then you begin to settle down. And as your eyes fully adjust, you begin to understand the way work works. And it's not what you expected. The head of engineering said to me, uh, I want you to be in charge of knowledge management. And I said, well, that sounds great, but I've never heard those two words used in the same sentence before. You have a job, but the career you wanted turns out to be the wrong career. Or you figured out your career, but now how do you get there? Or you're just showing up to work every day and you realize you have no idea what you're doing or what you're supposed to be doing, or how to find out. What skills do you really need? How do you get where you're supposed to be? And that's when life starts. You get times in your life and in your career where you're asked to do things that you may think they're out of your comfort zone, but clearly somebody else thinks you've got an ability or a talent to do something different than what you've been doing. Everyone has some version of this story, the story of your work finding you. For The Devil's Share, the Duke Magazine podcast sharing the experiences and voices of Duke alumni, we asked Duke alumni and campus for a meeting at the Penn Pavilion about that moment, about figuring out what they were up to, and about how that moment comes over and over again. I'm Daniel Blessis. I'm living in Raleigh. I'm a civil engineer, currently retired. Uh, worked for 20 years in Hong Kong in the mass transit railway industry. And I graduated in 1982 from Pratt School of Engineering. I can think to many times in my career when I had sort of an aya moment, you know, when somebody asked me to do something that came way out of left field and I had no idea what it was. And the very first time that happened to me was uh, when I'd been working as an engineer for the power company. And I'm sitting in my office one day and the director of HR comes into my office and says, will you come to work for me in HR and be our compensation manager? And I'm like, where is that coming from? I, 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 I told him flat out. I mean, I wasn't even thinking. I just sort of spurred it out. My God, I don't know anything about HR and compensation other than what I see in my own salary statement, you know. But the point was that he said to me, I don't need an HR expert. If I wanted that, I would have gone to somebody else. He said, I want somebody who's been in the organization and understands the technical jobs and, the, and the, what's going on in line management. Similar things have happened many times. I got an offer to work in, uh, for, the rail, for a consultant uh, planning and designing a new railway project in Hong Kong. I, and as I said, I'd worked in the electric utility industry. I had no experience with railways other than one transportation course I took at Duke. Um, but they wanted me for communication skills and the ability to put reports and proposals together and things like that. So the third time was when I started a brand new job. I went into the office and, and the the head of the legal department said to me, your job description's just changed. I want to put you in charge of a merger that we're going to have with the other railway company. And I said, this is crazy. I've never, I know nothing about mergers and acquisitions. But there again, they felt like I knew enough about what was going on on the ground to help make that work. Had he tried to predict his path to stick to some plan, he'd never have found his way. Who knows what skills will turn out to be important? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think this is what Duke gave me and, and something that, you know, some engineers are better at the design and the technical and the number crunching and the computer programming, things like that. I was more interested in the, always more interested in the soft skills and the management side of things and the business side of things. So, and I think my bosses recognized that in me along the way. Um, and, you know, I, I often tell people that probably the best course I ever took at, at Duke was my freshman writing course. Um, because if you can find an engineer who knows how to put words on a page, that, that's a pretty good skill to have. Willing to follow an unexpected path, Bless us let his work find him. He considers that a vital lesson. Don't focus only on exactly what job you're doing or, or, or don't focus on what you think is your perfect or ideal job. Whatever job you get, get in there, do a good job, and as you are in there for a while, you'll start understanding what, what you're good at, what parts of the business you like better than others. The bosses and the management will start to see that as well, and you know your organization will help you find your your perfect spot in an organization. You don't need to have it in your first job out of college. Next on The Devil's Share. And I guess what I would say is, if you find yourself in that place, first of all, you're gonna have lots of those moments in life. This is not the first time, so don't panic. Um, I'm 45 and um, what I thought I would be doing, um, it, I think it's taken me 20 years to really figure that out. Thanks for listening to The Devil's Share, the podcast of Duke Magazine. Visit our website at sites.duke.edu slash devilshare, where you can leave comments and suggestions. You can also email us at dukemag at duke.edu, and we'll be glad for your thoughts. Thanks for listening.